Hello, my friends, and welcome again to the Deeper Daily Podcast. I'm your host, Paul White. It's the fifth day of January, and it is the fifth day of our journey into the Gospel of Mark. We spent the first few days of the the week and the calendar year introducing this little gospel, and we started actually working on verse 1 yesterday. Um, It feels like the kind of verse that you could spend as much time as you want because we could just sit and talk about the gospel, the beginning of the gospel of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. I think my infatuation with this statement showed through yesterday in the podcast, so I, I don't want to run the risk of boring you uh, with the diversion into constant uh, repetition of what the gospel is, but I do want to ground it with the next couple of verses the way I think that Mark does. Look at verse 2 and 3, or of course, I'll read it to you. you. I don't know where you are. If you're able to look at it, great. I would encourage you to take some time and spend with the gospel of Mark so you can familiarize yourself with the sound of his voice his narrative style, and the way that he tells the Jesus story. The way that he tells the Jesus story is pretty unique, where Matthew and Luke get started fairly early with genealogy. Uh, Matthew particularly doesn't waste any time. He goes right to work with genealogy. Luke spares, saves his a little bit deeper um, and, and just sort of gives a little intro and then John's birth. John, uh, the Gospel of John, actually grounds his in a retelling of the creation story, that whole in the beginning, which is a direct mirror of the way the, the Hebrew Bible starts, in the beginning. Mark is unique in that he actually quotes scripture. I mean, if you take away that first sentence, the beginning of the Gospel of Jesus Christ, the Son of God, he goes right to work by quoting Bible. As it is written in the prophets... Behold, I send my messenger before your face, who will prepare your way before you. The voice of one crying in the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord, make his paths straight. Now, I told you yesterday that Mark opens with a quote from Isaiah, and that is true. In fact, some of our earliest translations have Mark saying, as it is written in Isaiah the prophet. But subsequent translations of the Greek drop the phrase Isaiah, and I think it's because early scholars realized that Mark might not have specifically been referencing only Isaiah. And here's what I mean. Exodus chapter 23, verse 20, Behold, I send an angel before you to keep you in the way and to bring you into the place which I have prepared. That phrase, behold, I send an angel, would be in the Greek the same as behold, I send a messenger, which is the same thing Mark uses to open his gospel. And since, as I told you yesterday, Mark seems to be giving a updated version of the Exodus story, it makes sense that Mark might have been referencing this passage from Exodus. But he also might have been referencing this passage from Malachi chapter 3, verse 1. Behold, I send my messenger, and he will prepare the way before me. That's a famous phrase of John the Baptist, a, a direct Old Testament prophecy to John the Baptist, which is where this is going, this prophecy. This is not a prophecy Uh, fulfilled about Jesus. It's a prophecy about the messenger that precedes Jesus. And if that's the case, 
Mark has done something truly special. He has not only pulled from the Exodus story, probably the, the keystone story of Israel as a people, but he's also pulled from the last prophetic word of the Hebrew Scriptures, uh, the book of Malachi. And there's been this four-plus century gap between the close of Malachi and the open of the time that Mark is talking about. And so to pull from Malachi would be to try and link his little letter back to the end of the Hebrew Scriptures. So you see what Mark's doing. He's trying to fill the gap. He's trying to say, that which was prophesied at the end of our scripture is the story that I'm about to tell you. He's trying to span four centuries of time while also linking his story back to a famous Exodus story. And then without a doubt, he is quoting from Isaiah. Isaiah chapter 40, verse number three, the voice of one crying in the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord, make straight in the desert a highway for our God. So I want to reread Mark, and and I want you to notice that there's most definitely a combination of Old Testament scriptures here. There's certainly Malachi mixed with Isaiah with hints of the Exodus narrative. As it is written in the prophets, Behold, I send my messenger before your face who will prepare your way before you. The voice of one crying in the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord, Make his path straight. It is interesting to me that, and we're getting an insight here into how a first century Christian thinker would have applied the Old Testament. It's interesting to me how they took multiple Old Testament passages and put them together to equal one thought. That's that's fascinating. But what to me is even more fascinating is the fact that put it all together And you realize that they do not believe that the gospel starts when Jesus arrives. They believe that the gospel has been the proclamation that Jesus was coming. So by saying the beginning of the gospel of Jesus Christ, the Son of God, as written in the prophets, and then pulling all the way back from an Exodus idea, an Isaiah quote, and a Malachi quote, Mark is stating what the early church would readily have agreed with. The the beginning of the gospel of Jesus Christ was hundreds of years before Jesus showed up. We've been hearing about the good news long before we ever met the good news. And I think Paul reiterates this in his letters to Timothy, that the scriptures taught you the way of salvation you can find Jesus in that Old Testament because this whole thing is about Jesus. Wherever you're in the weeds and struggling is because you've stopped looking for the gospel and started looking for something else. Let's don't use the Bible as a tool against people or to establish some sort of set of lists or instructions. Use it as a roadmap to find Jesus. More from Mark chapter 1. We'll move on to the next verse tomorrow. We'll see you then. God bless.